The constitution stipulates that every citizen who is eligible to vote can become a member of parliament, except if you are in the employ of the state, if you are an unrehabilitated insolvent, if you've been declared of unsound mind by a court, or if you've been convicted and sentenced to more than 12 months imprisonment without the option of a fine. This specific disqualification falls away five years after the sentence has been completed. The ANC has been heavily criticised for having people like Nomvula Mukonyane, Malusi Gigaba and Batabile Dlamini on its list, who have either been implicated at the Zonda Commission or have been found to have lied under oath. Political analyst Ralph Mateja says the South African voter is reaching new levels of maturity. I do think the voter for the first time is being made aware that, look, it's not just about the leader of the party, it is the people that are going to execute the mandate of the party, people who are going to be in parliament, who some of whom might end up being in cabinet. And, and I think the voter is much better off when it comes to the necessary knowledge that they need going into this election than it has been the case before. Remember, there are people who have been on the list before, but these questions were not raised. And if, as a country, we want to take a position on anti-corruption, we want clean government, I think this is the right way to go. Another analyst, Lukona Mguni, says the test will be inside the voting booths. People are well within their right to, to, to protest uh, political parties fielding dubious individuals wanting to entrust them with the state. Unfortunately, what is not guaranteed is that that protest would be enough to remove those individuals uh, from the list of political parties. So I think there is a big test on the voter uh, and, and whether or not they do follow through or they will actively use their votes. Mateja adds that in this case, it is not only legality that matters. This thing, of course, it's not about the legality, it's not about who has been found guilty. But we all know as South Africans that uh, there are individuals on the list of ANC that actually could possibly even face criminal charges in the future. Even if they don't face any criminal charges, the reality is that their, their character has been tarnished by what they were allegedly involved in in the past. IEC chairperson Glenn Machinini told the Cape Town Press Club that objections raised against candidates and political parties will be resolved early next week. It's very clearly outlined whether the objection would be upheld or not uh, when we go into our, our constitution as well as our electoral act. It spells out very clearly the basis upon which an objection can be made. That was the IEC chairperson, Glenn Machinini, ending that report by Zaline Merrington and Tadizwa Mao. Meanwhile, the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution, CASAC, says that the legal grounds for formally objecting to the inclusion of particular candidates of the parliamentary list are extremely and inappropriately narrow. Earlier spoke to CASAC's uh, Executive Secretary, Lawson Naidu, about the party list's concerns. Well, I think we must start from the point of view of us that the Constitution and the law provide, provides very little ground for uh, disqualifying people uh, from uh, standing as candidates um, for election. Uh, the grounds are very limited to people who are unrehabilitated insolvents, people who have been declared by courts to be of unsound mind, or people who have been convicted of a criminal offence and, and sentenced to more than 12 months in prison without the option of a fine. 
Those are the only grounds that people can be excluded from, uh, from the list, except, of course, if they hold public office. So what we've been saying in our various public statements is that there must be a, a responsibility over and above that at a moral and ethical level, particularly given our recent experience of corruption and state capture, for parties to ensure that those candidates on their lists are beyond reproach, and because that is the standard that we ex- expect of people well, who will be charged with, with making laws for the Republic of South Africa. But what are the, the legal grounds for formally objecting to the election list or the candidates list? Well, what we, we've been saying is appealing to political parties to say that uh, in the context of, of the renewal that South Africa is seeking to go through at the moment in order to combat corruption and state capture, people who have been uh, heavily implicated in allegations such as that, people who have been uh, uh, found guilty by the courts uh, even in, in, in other matters relating to, to perjury and, and, and the like, uh, should not be eligible to, to serve. And that's an appeal to political parties to, to say, we take these issues seriously. Uh, we want to contribute towards strengthening democracy. We want to encourage people to participate in politics in South Africa. Because I think well, one of the issues that arises is that when party uh, lists include people uh, that are as compromised as some of those people on the list, it, it, it has a tendency to put voters off and say, why should I bother voting, uh, bother voting? Now, some political parties will tell you that these are only allegations uh, of being compromised as a candidate and they remain innocent until proven guilty. Do you buy that particular mantra? Well, you know, of course, uh, at one level, it, it's absolutely correct. There are uh, there, there remain allegations until they're tested in the court of law. But w- the point we're making is that uh, parties have a greater responsibility. These are very, very serious positions that uh, we're talking about. You know, people who are going to be elected representatives in holding political office. And you know, if we look at other um, high-profile public positions. Uh, you know, we talk of people being fit and proper to hold a position. Uh, that standard doesn't appear to apply to politicians, and we would suggest that at the very least, a similar standard of being fit and proper to, to uh, execute the responsibilities of office should apply to people on the party election list. So what do you think needs to be done to talk to this issue of questionable candidates on the list? And is there something that perhaps needs to be done on a national dialogue instead of being left to the party members to decide on these issues? Well, indeed, I think, you know, uh, part of the problem of this is our electoral system itself is in that uh, voters have no say in terms of who uh, appears on the list. And given the uh, the PR system that we use in, in, in the country, there, there's no connection between people on those lists and, and the electorate. So, uh, you know, the electorate have been excluded from this process, and there needs to be uh, a broader dialogue, uh, as you suggested, to, for South Africans to say, these are the qualities that we expect to see in people who, uh, at the end of the day, uh, seek to represent us in national and provincial legislatures. What could be the implications uh, if these parties now win the elections with the very same candidates who are questionable? Well, I mean, I think it will be highly embarrassing for those parties if, you know, uh, some months or a year or so down the line, uh, some of those people uh, end up being charged, convicted and, and, and sentenced. And then the parties will face the you know, embarrassment of them having to, uh, well, they will automatically be removed. But, uh, you know, having found to have supported people who are implicated in, in stealing uh, public resources. The ANC did indicate from their perspective that they're taking their list to the integrity committee. Is that good enough, you think? 
Well, it may be a question of too little too late, Albert, because one would have expected that this is something they would have done as part of their internal vetting process, was to say to the Integrity Commission, have a look at these lists and tell us if you have any concerns. To do it now when it's too late to change the list, you know, it's really, I think, paying lip service uh, to public sentiment that is, you know, the anger that exists amongst uh, the public about some of those uh, names on that list. And do you think that some of these parties might feel the heat at the uh, at the vote count? A real concern here, Elvis, is around the, the, what, what this does to the state of our politics and the state of our democracy. You know, uh, you know, we know that more than 50% of young people between the ages of 18 and 29 have not even bothered to register to vote. Mm. And when people see uh, candidates of this caliber on the list, is it really going to, you know... Um, uh, fire them up to go out and, and vote. Are we, you know, are we really creating a, 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 a scenario where people are going to simply opt out and say, "What's the point of voting when I'm being asked to vote for people uh, in whom I have no confidence"?